coming up. What an excellent day for turtles. Teenage killers making turtles, implicating them in murders. <laughs> Reagan killed her uncle. <laughs> well, howdy, folks, and welcome to Minute 77 of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we endeavor to examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist Minute by Terrifying Minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we'll be your holy guides on this journey through what some have called the scariest movie of all time. Okay, so our minute begins with Chris walking into the kitchen, followed by Kinderman. And it ends with Kinderman saying, couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. So we start this minute off where the last one ended, folks, uh, with Chris walking into that darkened kitchen, followed by Detective Kinderman. And we can see on her face just how she feels about this. She is coming to some realizations, and they are big realizations, folks. And she needs some time and some space to process. And this guy just said yes to a perfunctory offer for more coffee. And you can see it all in Ellen Burstyn's expressions, just how much Chris McNeil must be be internally screaming at this man, at the world, but she is doing her best to hold it all in, hold it together while this guy just wanders around her house. Who accepts a second cup of coffee? Ridiculous. I ask you. <laughs> like like that, an airplane, yes. Mm. John never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mm-mm, mm-mm. John right. never vomits at home. <laughs> <laughs> John never asks, what is this fungus at home? (laughs) Now, if you pay attention to Kinderman behind her, you'll notice as he's following her in that he sort of goes between holding himself as if he has indigestion to Mm -hmm. noticing random things around the room. Um, And then about four seconds in, he spots something way over by the window. Uh, We don't know what it is yet, of course, but the camera, which was focusing on Chris, now moves to follow him as he crosses from the kitchen into uh, what I can now say confidently is the breakfast room, thanks to our uh, listener friend who sent us that floor plan. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was actually Daniel. Daniel! (laughs) The whole time! The whole time, Daniel! Yeah. He's in our listener group, uh, but uh, he's an <laughs> well, awesome we guy. Should, yeah, we should kick him out. Oh, no, no, no. Daniel Hilliard, I mean, not our, our listener. Oh, Daniel, Daniel Hilliard. No, no, no. Kick that guy out. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah we're done Not with our him. Daniel, the Daniel no, that we no. love. No, our no. Daniel would never pull a ruse like that on his on his channel. Ever. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I just, I just, I love The Exorcist so much. I just... <laughs> if that makes me crazy to, to, uh act out the exorcist in my real life. <laughs> then I guess I'm insane. <laughs> I guess I'm fucking insane, Your Honor. <laughs> Mr. Hillard, you snapped four people's necks on the way here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so, so yeah. So uh, Kinderman uh, crosses over to that built-in bench by the window and picks up a piece of paper with a drawing of what appears to be sheep on it. Is that what it looks like to you, Keenan? Uh, no. So you don't think that's uh, manifestations of uh, Reagan as a as a sow animal child? Really? Wait, oh, hang on. <laughs> they're dark. They're really black. So to say yeah. they're sheep. 
Let me just take a look back at You don't think this. they're like jackals or uh, hmm. <laughs> something terrible? Something, something terrifying? Am I just reading into this too much? <laughs> I saw. Well, let's see. Let's see. There's like a bear and a little bear, and then there's some, and they're in profile, so you could see one's a mama, one's a baby, and then there's some demon animals looking right at the camera. <laughs> oh my god! Are we seeing like, like different? Th- <laughs> it's a Rorschach test here on the Exorcist. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you think these are these? You think these are kindly little child drawings of, of animals? Okay, well, hang on, hang on, and not demonic, terrible. Beast internet in this thing. Captain Howdy does not want me to go back and look at this at this picture. He's like, no, no, no. You were right about it. it, it it's 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 just cheap. Don't <laughs> yeah, listen. Like, don't listen again. <laughs> connotation and denotation, right? So the denotation. These are animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think they're lovely? Wait, wait, wait. Sheep. Explain connotation and denotation. So denotation, denotation for is like me, the dictionary I mean, definition of it, and then connotation is based on your choice, your word choices, your diction. You know what is implied with those. So. Like, okay, now explain are... it again. <laughs> so the denotation is like, um, like the author hasn't tried to spin it with diction, with word choices. So like these gotcha. are animals, right? These we can all agree animals. on that, right? These are mm-hmm, animals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but but if I say these are beasts, which is what I see them as, oh. that's, that gives a different feeling, even though they're the same dictionary definition, but they have mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm, meaning, a different connotation. I see what you mean. Yes. 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 Look at these beasts. Or, you know, like, uh, look at the little piggy, Peppa Pig versus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peppa the Sow. Right. Okay, <laughs> Those okay. Are two different ideas. All right. So I am I am looking at it right now. <laughs> and let's see. Okay. In the center, would you, you, you got to agree with me. You got to yeah. agree with me. That those are two sheep. That is a, that is a mama sheep and a, and a little baby. Uh, I see. Lamb. I see two bears. Interesting. <laughs> Not just trying to cause some drama here on the, on the exorcism and everything. No, 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 because we, a, we don't uh, have any drama on the exorcism. I see a mama no. bear and a baby bear. Wow. <laughs> Keenan, a mama and baby bear with hooves? <laughs> I don't and see... Wool? I don't see hooves and wool. I do not see any Maybe, hooves Oh, sorry, wool. that's that's my connotation or denotation <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't see that at all. And then... Okay, so let's... let's and then there are... Two black beasts looking directly at the viewer of the. Yes. Uh, okay. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? Those you think those are black sheep? Yeah, I see. I see. Also, because like I'm looking at the uh, the head of uh-huh. the one down uh, the 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 bottom left. Yeah. And it looks like um, I guess you would call it a ram because it has those two black things on the sides <laughs> of its head, like like uh, like I, horns that a ram would have. I suppose so. I think. I think that what might be drawing me towards a different conclusion is that mm-hmm. they are, um, it is a children's drawing in all black. And yes. we've seen her, we've seen her use different colors and have the ability to use different colors. So that's true. That Dumbbird was like incredibly colorful, incredibly right? colorful. That had yes. every color in, in, in existence. Right. Yeah. So I might give you that the ones on the sides are rams or something. It is mm-hmm. very unsettling that they're black to me. Mm-hmm. And it is very unsettling that they're looking directly at us rather than yeah in the children's profile that we're used to 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think you and I both agree. Yeah, the whatever these things are, uh, they are very very unsettling. Um, They're very unsettling. They're jackals. <laughs> these are these are carrion eating animals. These are mm. yeah, hyenas or something. And actually, okay, so uh, and and on further inspection, I'm looking yeah. at the the one uh, sort of like up top uh, left, and yeah, that does look like a pig. That looks like that's that's a that's a that's a little that's a that's a that's a Wilbur Charlotte's Web right. babe. Uh, <laughs> right, filthy sow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sing for me, Wilbur, or in a different set of diction, squeer for me, piggy. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we can see that that like when she was making this, color was available to her mm-hmm. because she, you know, you see the little patches of green are right, right there. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. um, so it's not yeah, so it's not like just like on a on a a day is like oh, all I have is this, all I have is this ballpoint black ink pen. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it is either way. Well, okay. So do we think that these each of these animals represents somebody? Or oh. is it just is just is it just animals? Because like my first my first inclination is mm-hmm. the the two animals in the center, there's a there's a big one and a little one, so yeah. it's gotta be, you know, Chris and Reagan. Right. But then we got the pig up there mm-hmm. and that, well, that's, you know, like the demon keeps calling her a a sow, a pig, uh-huh. you know, uh, <laughs> or a piglet. Um so, yeah, like what do we – or do we think these are just random animals? Hmm. Again, someone has to go and draw these for Reagan. So they were probably thinking about, you know, what, what would be here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, um, the set decorator would have to do something here. Um, geez, well, there are five people in the house, which is oh, Reagan, yeah. uh, Chris, Carl, Willie, and Sharon. So mm-hmm. there's five animals here. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary, I think, to say each of them is one of them. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Willie yeah. and Carl as these matching sheep beasts in the in the corners looking, looking right directly at us, at yeah. us like mm-hmm. yeah watching us putting crucifixes and book, books of witchcraft under our our pillows or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> like like weird um crucifix fairies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, right. And so like the tooth, the tooth fairy leaves, um, leaves money after a child uh, loses a tooth. Right. Mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. and the crucifix fairy leaves a crucifix after a child has committed her first murder. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, child. You need this more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And actually question, Keenan. Mm-hmm. So we got him, we got him all we in in the center we have we have the profile like like you say like when 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 kids draw animals it's usually right. profile right right absolutely so it is a little bit weird that we got this one you know top right and bottom left mm-hmm. yeah looking directly at us and it makes a shape mm-hmm. that is uh, you know like doing that like 2D to 3D or 3D to 2D i don't know which one this would be because it's mm-hmm. a, it's a you know a piece of paper but it it looks like hulking and misshapen you know, obviously it's yeah. perspective and it's, you know, but it, yeah, it looks really, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir here. I can't, I can't shake my feelings that these are not yeah. cheap because of Keenan, that. Yeah. You know, these, these animals look really creepy. I don't know if you, yeah. <laughs> if I, if I were to draw a sheep, I would, mm-hmm. I would, I mean, still today, not just as a kid, I, I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't progressed much, but mm-hmm. I would just start, I draw a little head. Mm-hmm. And then a little profile head and then just do like a, a little cloud, you know, and do little curly cues, right? Right. Yeah. And we do um, a caricature of a of a sheep. Yeah, it just looked like a cloud, right? Yeah, It'd be yeah. fluffy and, and and I wouldn't fill it in for sure with, with pencil markings and pen markings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some wrong with this girl is what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> It's a it's a very like it's it's a very accurate animal like like to almost like to this uncanny valley like type thing right yeah sure 
But what does that say about Reagan's personality? Like, okay, what have we? What, what else have we seen of her art? Like, it seems like she she cares a lot about animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obvious. Like, we know that, right? right. Like, both her and Linda Blair care a mm-hmm. lot about mm-hmm. animals. So you would think, like, more so than than other little girls her age, they they wouldn't do that whole kind of like caricature of just like just a little like a hot dog with legs, and now that's a dog, or mm-hmm. you know, um, or, or a fluffy cloud, and now that's a sheep with a smiley face, you know, right. like. Like she would be like, no, I have to get like even like look at look at how the legs are bent, the back legs of that mm-hmm. one in the center. That's mm-hmm. how uh, actual animals have their their legs. They don't they don't right. bend like human legs, right? Yeah, because they're kind of reverse um, from mm-hmm. our where our we or our knees bend backwards, right? And they're mm-hmm. bent the other way. Um, it might look like so. Okay, maybe it's a maybe it's a sheep or a cow, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the profile that she has right there is a little bit more accurate than than how I would draw it. Yes, um, is a little bit closer to how you would have in like a butcher's tablet, right? Ooh, you know oh. that side view of like this is the cut of this and this is the cut of that, right? With all the little dotted lines, right? And like, this is this is the flank and this is the, <laughs> this is for pot roast and this is for bacon and oh right. my god! <laughs> now just wow. think about where that would be on you, so where your bacon strip is and where your pot roast is. <laughs> mm. I've I've forgotten all about like let's see, isn't doesn't bacon come from the the stomach? Yeah, it's the belly. It's the belly, okay, <laughs> right? And the pot roast isn't the pot roast just rump roast? Yeah. So is that the okay. actual? That's just your your uh, my butt, your hammies. Yeah, my hammies. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Well, but then ham would be. Uh, well, that's a different animal. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We've, we've completely. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got some terrible mixture of human animal hybrid here in our yeah, butcher table. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Just thinking about I mean, my own no, delicious I'm meats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I found a perfect way to lose weight. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, another question. Um, mm-hmm. Who drew this? Do you think it's Reagan or Captain Howdy? Oh, it's. I think. I think this is a Captain Howdy drawing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is this is her under the influence of a demon. Gotcha. Okay. So this is yeah, this is more Captain Howdy and. He's, I mean, maybe, you know what? Like, I, I can actually see that. She's up in her room and Captain Howdy is like, oh, that's a, that's a really nice sheep. But it's like, no, no, it's a bear, Captain Howdy. It's like, no, 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 it's obviously a sheep. <laughs> Look at the way you got the legs down there. Like, <laughs> you dry animal legs too good. Haven't you ever heard of like caricaturization? And, <laughs> and you're trying to, you're trying to get the, the, the feeling of the animal. Here, here, here. Just let me, let me take over for just a second. <laughs> Right. Scott McCloud's spectrum between representational and iconic drawings. <laughs> you should be more iconic. <laughs> Reagan, let's uh, let, let's take a little field trip to the museum. I got to educate you a little bit. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what Kinderman is looking at is all of her, yeah. her art and, and, you know, trying to piece together. Yeah. Like what kind of girl is this? Mm. But yeah, in, in any case. Um, so uh, he picks this picture up. He looks at it briefly and then he puts it down and then he. Uh, goes to pick up the thing that I think he had spotted all the way across the room. I don't know. Uh-huh, like, do right. You, do you, that's what he was looking at uh, at the top of this minute, right? Yeah, he does this. So again, are we like thinking, I mean, sometimes I've been wondering since we've been doing so many, much Kinderman the past couple of, of minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is he some, is he, you know, Sherlock Holmes level <laughs> detective? I mean, is that possible that that he is the greatest detective in the Washington, D.C. area? And, and mm. Um, but like, yeah, as we look at it, it sure looks like he is. Um, so he's coming in and then you say like, he's, he's like, oh, my tummy, right? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, you know, he's holding himself and clutching himself. But then right. when, when she looks away, he, you know, he, he looks sharp. 
right? Yeah. He's not really concerned. We can see that he's not really concerned about his belly. Um, and mm. But then he still sort of has it in case she looks back and he could be like, oh, I'm not looking at things. I'm just going, oh, oh my, <laughs> toe, my, my poor, my poor Tom Tom, right? <laughs> Which is yeah. really sophisticated sort of, yeah, next level <laughs> stuff. I don't even think, you know, the cops on Law and Order are that good, right? <laughs> Benson and Stabler are, are like that. This is like, he's like, um, yeah, uh, Poirot or something. Mm-hmm. He's bringing a level of performance mm-hmm. to his job, which is very like like you, he doesn't need to be this mm-hmm. um, duplicitous uh, <laughs> to do his job. But it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like this, like going above and beyond. Like I'm right. going to l- create an entire character in in this this bumbling detective, so mm-hmm. that my my targets will lower their defenses and think mm-hmm. I'm stupid and think I'm absent-minded and they will let some things slip. I mean that's not right. like I don't I don't think real detectives like today do that. They just, you know, they're just like getting down to business. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not a detective. I don't know. Um, <laughs> detectives uh, who listen to the Exorcist Minute, um, write in and, and let us know uh, if you, or don't, don't give away the, you know, <laughs> your trade no, secrets. I, I think there is some psychology to how you would in, in, um, in, interrogate someone or even just in the regular non like interrogation interviews. Like right. there is a, there is a psychology at, at play there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's making a whole sort of character. He doesn't have to do all this, as you say, but he, he maybe he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that might be how yeah um I, I there was this marge um marge and, and homer homer's complaining about um flanders on the uh coaching the the football team mm-hmm. and marge says you know homer it's very easy to criticize and homer smiles and says fun too <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe kinderman just has you know he doesn't have to do all this but it sure mm-hmm. is fun yeah. <laughs> to put on a little show mm-hmm. to play a little character yeah i think part of it is i think part of it is actually for him like yeah. he's, he's, he's just having a little bit of fun he might have missed his call that's why he goes to the movies all the time <laughs> yeah exactly he's up there he's watching he's watching uh those uh that that humphrey bogart he's watching columbo he's watching mm-hmm. he's watching he's watching them guys do it and he's like yeah <laughs> yeah but no, like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Keenan. There is like a, um, there is a method to interrogation, um, mm-hmm. and and the, the type of uh, uh, psychological tactics that they use. Mm-hmm. But but we, uh, you know, there, there's there's no doubt that Kinderman is going above and beyond. He's like even to the point of like, yeah, like like having a costume almost, mm-hmm. right? right like yeah. in, in this in this detective, right? Right. Like he might not even like his own mustache, but he's doing it because it's like, <laughs> that's, that's what, uh, William F. Kinderman is. Right? right. I'm sure that when Columbo came on, um, mm. which would have been about the time that Blatty was writing the exorcist is when Columbo mm. started. I'm sure he was real pissed. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, just one more thing. Just one more thing. You stole my whole character. <laughs> Who stole what? Ooh. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so so this and, – and okay, actually, you raise another good point, Keenan. Um, are we putting a whole lot of uh, – are we projecting a whole lot onto um, Lee J. Cobb's mm-hmm. portrayal of Kinderman? I – worry that I might be in danger of doing so just because I know the book Kinderman so well. Mm-hmm. And I know that he he is play acting here. Mm-hmm. And he he is actually written as this really smart, slick detective who pretends to be this absent-minded uh, uh, guy. Mm-hmm. But how much of that 
is me just, you know, kind of like uh, uh, saying before the record, it's like, oh, you know, actually, Keenan in the book, he's actually really, really smart. It's like, like, <laughs> did you get that? Like, I'm trying to go back to my first time watching this before reading the book. And what did I think of this guy? Like, no, like, I think it has taken me several. It's taken me until doing it this way to see what he's doing and how smart he is. OK, so you think that was intentional by uh, Cobb and by Friedkin that you just you just dismiss him. Yeah. But like also like the the depth of the character as well. Like we're not we're not oh, seeing yeah. something that isn't there. I don't think we're seeing something that isn't there. But I guess my bigger question is like, does he solve anything? Like he see, he does a lot of good detective work, but do, you mm-hmm. know what good does he do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I've heard on another podcast mm-hmm. uh, that very same criticism that his kind of his part in this whole thing kind of comes to nothing in uh, in the movie. Now, I right. don't know if I, I agree with that mm-hmm. yet. I mean, you know that that uh, remains to uh, to be seen, but. It, it is uh, like without the extra stuff of the book, like the, mm-hmm. the scenes of him alone in his office, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, figuring things out and and more of the kind of like interactions with him and Karis. Um, it does seem kind of like, hmm, why are you here, William Kinderman? <laughs> like, what, yeah, what I, think it's o- I think it's okay if he doesn't solve them. I don't mean that necessarily as a criticism or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, but um, you've seen No Country for Old Men or I'm not sure. I have not. No. Okay. Well, you know, that that is sort of a, a mystery that doesn't get um oh, I'm trying to do without spoilers, but it's sort of a, a mm-hmm. detective murder mystery thing that doesn't quite get solved. But that's mm. the point of it. And then the third act really goes into that. Like what is the you know, what's the function of um of a detective if they're not able to do anything with all their knowledge and all that stuff. So I'm trying mm. to I'm trying to say it obliquely without sort of ruining what happens there. Right, but right. but like, that's the that's the point of it. Here in The Exorcist, I don't know if we get that necessarily. It's not him and Father Dyer at the end being like What's the what's the what's the point of all my my bluster and schmaltz and the detective work if I can't solve anything? And Dyer's like, what's the point of all my musical theater inspired Bible studies if it doesn't solve anything? You know, and like we don't have that, right? Because that would be terrible or brilliant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the two of them going off, and then and then yeah. like, well, I guess we'll just have to. And then we hear from the side, the horseman. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> another side character here for our ending <laughs> what oh do you gosh. have to say about all this <laughs> it says forget it guys it's washington <laughs> oh yeah chinatown reference guys. yeah exactly that that and that's the that that makes even more sense like you know that one chinatown being the year after um mm-hmm. the exorcist right like that movie is about the failure of detective work and mm-hmm. all that but yeah we don't have yeah. that in the exorcist necessarily nah but i think i mean like it, the the case not being solved by mm-hmm. him is less about his ability to do his job and more about the fact that it's a supernatural thing that like no uh-huh. detective would be able to solve anyway. Right. Then that's that's what it is in Chinatown too. Like no detective would be able to do anything about this. This is a supernatural thing in Chinatown. <laughs> Pazuzu's in Chinatown too. You gotta look real closely though on the Chinatown <laughs> minute. <laughs> they'll, they'll explain it all to you. Okay, Jake. It's Captain Howdy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So okay, he picks up. This little clay turtle, right, which I think is is what he his his eye was on this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time, amidst a, oh, the whole time, the whole time, right? 
<laughs> now, now, listeners, I've come to the point where I'm trying to sneak past that. <laughs> like a ninja, almost like a ninja turtle. Um, um, but now, yeah, he, he picks it up uh, amidst a bunch of other little clay sculptures. Mm-hmm. And suddenly now we're thinking of that thing that he found in the grass at the bottom of the steps, the right. thing that we couldn't get a good look at. But like we thought maybe it was made out of clay, right? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's why he picked this thing up. What do you think? I think so. I think when you when you look back on that one, it looks a lot more like the drawings of these sheep beasts. These, yeah, these bear sheep. Yeah, that thing that she had things. down there. Maybe, oh, maybe that's why I'm thinking of it as a bear because that thing down there looks more like a bear than a sheep. Oh, I think, but it's sort of okay, in between. Right. It's not fully an animal yet, right? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so that that could be the link that links uh, all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he says, hmm, "That's cute." And we get a shot of Chris as she looks up from the coffee. What do you think this look is? Is it is it just that she wasn't paying attention and she looks up to see what he's looking at? Or is it like, oh, shit, he found the turtle. <laughs> I don't know if she understands the turtle significance, right? Um, mm. Yeah, so I think I think it's more like she, she is. Um, yeah, I don't think she's putting that together necessarily. Okay. Because yeah. she hasn't seen what we've seen down there, that there was some kind of, uh, you know, bear sheep down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And then so, that, that you know that brings up a question that I hadn't hadn't occurred to me. So what are we, mm. what are we what do we think has happened that Burke was thrown out the window while holding that bear sheep uh, proto clay thing? I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how did how did that get down there? Or or is that like it's interesting that that's the first thing that you thought of. Uh-huh. I was thinking like did Reagan then like you know spider walk down those stairs. Mm-hmm. After killing Burke and just like drop the little thing, it's like it's like there we go. It's like, I'm, I'm just planting the evidence. Right, there, right. right. I'm a '90s serial killer. Yeah, right. I gotta leave my mark. There we go. Here, I gotta leave clues. You don't yeah. want to be caught or something. And then just like skitters back up, you know, uh, in, in through the window. Um, yeah. If if uh, for our younger listeners who um, who have only existed in the post Silence of Lambs world, imagine mm. that before the Silence of Lambs, there used to be serial killers in movies who mm. didn't leave riddles. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> Unfathomable. How, how did the cops even catch them? They didn't want to be caught. <laughs> they were They weren't trying to get caught or anything. But then, but then, how did their names appear in the news? newspapers if they don't get caught what are they what are they doing all this for <laughs> right yeah what psychological flaw of the young detective are they trying to exploit through their riddles mm. how are they how are they going to get a clary starling or or a will graham to to come in and talk to them <laughs> right you like yeah. to say det- yeah, serial killers before the 90s were, were much stupider i suppose mm-hmm. they just weren't clever mm-hmm. enough <laughs> no no they were there they were they were dumber sorry <laughs> It's the new Netflix show, Dumber. <laughs> oh, jeez. That, that was a reach. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, but I, I think it's important that we have this turtle that is uncolored, mm. right? Because we've had the Dumberg, which has been colored. Right. And then I think this is supposed to make us connect with the the one that he finds downstairs because they are there. It's, or I don't know, it's. It's unfinished, right? Or do we think that mm-hmm. it's just it has been glazed and this is the color she chose? This this gray it, turtle it, thing. Because the way that Chris holds it later, right? Like the way that she's just like like squeezing it and tapping it, like mm-hmm. you would think, like she if it wasn't already like glazed, if it wasn't already like hardened, like she would she would like 
uh, squish that thing up into a ball. <laughs> right. The evidence. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. She's like, oh, Detective Kinderman, I'm so sorry. I've destroyed the evidence. Oh, no. <laughs> evidence of what? Oh, nothing. 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 Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've destroyed my, my daughter's art. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me, let, let me take that. Yeah. That's that evidence. I mean, my, my, my daughter's turtle. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like it's like oh no, there's fingerprints. It's like it's like uh, uh, Miss McNeil. There's like it's just your fingerprints on there. It's like I know. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, well, who'd have thought? <laughs> Actually, that's another good point you made. God, Keenan, you're making all these good oh, points. Oh my today. goodness. Yeah, uh, but no. So we got the Dumbbird is fully finished, fully painted, mm-hmm. right? And then these next couple of art pieces right and and the other art pieces are like hanging up on the wall behind her right right and these next few art pieces we have we have the uh uh, what looks like an unfinished uh thing with like sheep or bears right (laughs) this drawing and then we have the the thing at the bottom of the steps and we have this uh this turtle and the color is gone Mm -hmm. and we're we're wondering whether or not it's finished right yeah um but yeah, hmm, I wonder. It's just Captain Howdy has ADHD. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just he, he starts a he 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 doesn't finish a, a task or he starts another one, right? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, maybe. Or he just likes gray and white stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the little there's a skunk next to this turtle on the windowsill, and maybe mm-hmm. a falcon, and then two mm-hmm. other little animal things. Clearly animals, but I can't quite tell what they are. Yeah. And yeah. They, and they're they're all either. A gray or or like off white or a combination of the two. The skunk seems to be both of them together. Yeah, but yeah, and that's then, that's his black and white uh, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. He. I mean, uh, we have and and also, of course, obviously, this this reminds us of the desecration mm-hmm, sculpture. Right. Right. Like that's that was that was his first kind of like um, foray out into. Um, I guess uh, uh, surrealism, and he's like, <laughs> uh, I- "I'm making a statement about the church." Yeah. <laughs> right, this is my theses. I'm yeah. nailing them to the door. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so Kinderman is is looking at this uh, turtle. Um, he says, "Cute," and then uh, he's, he he uh, looks up uh, to Chris. He says, "Your daughter. She's the artist." Right. We get this brief smile from Chris. But not an answer. Mm-hmm. I noticed that this time around, right? Like she right. crosses into the breakfast room and gives him his coffee, um, taking the turtle back as she does. And she takes it and she sort of cradles it. And just this little gesture was so touching, folks, right? Like go back and look at how she takes back this thing that her daughter made and sort of cradles it and mm-hmm. looks down at it. And, and you can see even in that little gesture made by uh, Ellen Burstyn, what's what's all going through her mind right now, right? Mm-hmm. This this strange man is in her house asking her questions, raising questions that maybe she knew the answer to before, maybe not, but also just stuff she doesn't want to think about, stuff that hurts to think about like Burke, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Reagan's condition. And this guy goes like rifling through her stuff and picks up something that her daughter made, probably for her. And so, yeah, she comes over to give him his coffee but more importantly, to take this thing back, this thing that reminds her of her daughter. And and I also like the double duty here of mm-hmm. like it's reminding him of her daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's just going to get that away from him out of sight, out of mind. Right. Here's your coffee. Now drink it and get out of my house. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Stop thinking about my daughter. It's creepy. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're being a grade A creep right now. <laughs> yeah. You craggy creep. Uh, but yeah, actually, okay. So before I forget, I also want to talk about, wow, we got a lot of animals in this thing, mm-hmm. right? A lot of not alive animals. <laughs> In this thing, uh, right? None of them are real. None of them are alive, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I also want to point out, folks, in the background, um, there's some stuff here. Uh, we have what appears to be a lion on the left. Oh, that's by... I couldn't place that. Yes, that is a mm. lion. You're right. Yeah, it looks like a lion over mm-hmm. by Kinderman. And then on the right, okay, this you're going to have to help me with, Keenan. Mm-hmm. Like we, we got what looks like maybe a squirrel. In this like very diminutive pose, it made me think of what you were saying before, Keenan, about how some animals like they would groom themselves if cornered. Oh right? yeah, but I and, think and, it's, I think it's uh, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. We look and we see uh, that in the foreground, Chris has sort of been like clutching the turtle in that same pose, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then uh, back in the background again, like right below this framed sort of like. Well, actually, yeah. Before we get into that that middle thing, um, but what do we think about uh, about the 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 thing over by Chris? You know, I thought we were talking about the animals on the windowsill still. Oh, so, so okay. there are so many animals that that I was confused. I was confused here. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, oh, when okay. in the shot where he's picking up the the um, the turtle, there's all these animals, and there was one <gasps> I couldn't figure out, and I think that yeah. is a lion. And then in the oh, next shot, right. yeah, and then the next shot. So, just so that mm-hmm. people aren't looking at this shot, I'm like, what are you talking about, Ken? You didn't think that was a lion right. <laughs> in this shot, like on this rack behind Kinderman and um, and Chris? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. 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 So, so oh, now wait, now wait, we're wait, on the same page. Yeah. Let, well, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're back to these drawings here. So yeah, by the by the plant um yeah right next to the turtle there is what yeah now i'm looking at it that looks like a lion right yeah, yeah. and then there's a skunk on on the, yes. on the other end right right um but then we we cut right uh, after it's like he picks it up he's like that's cute um is a, your, your your daughter she's the artist mm-hmm. blah 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 and then she crosses and now we have behind both of them uh this kind of like this deep like like we're we're shooting into a corner it looks yes, like right? Uh, right and on Kinderman's side we have a lion right um, <laughs> undoubtedly a lion just so I don't so I don't sound like I'm insane yes that is a lion <laughs> <laughs> unequivocally yes <laughs> right objectively a lion but okay so now my question to you is there's there's an animal in between them but uh-huh. I, I would I would peg it more on like Chris's side right I mean it's 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 like right in between them but like I would say like. I, I'm, I'm making I'm making Kinderman the lion and Chris whatever this thing is. You're right. Well, that's very astute and smart. Once I'm looking at the right shot, Lester. <laughs> so the animal on Kinderman's side is the lion, and yes. then Chris's side is some little little prey animal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you say squirrel. It's probably close. Yeah, a squirrel or something, something like like a um, a, a rodenty mousy. Yeah. Chipmunky, thing, <laughs> the kind right? that would do that—that that sad thing where, when they're cornered, just doesn't know what to do when they groom themselves instead. Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, so and and Chris is kind of doing that same pose with the turtle, right? Right. right? Mm-hmm. So so am I? Is is that what Friedkin was leading me to do? It'd be like like oh, the lion's behind Kinderman. Kinderman is the lion. The 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 little squirrel thing is behind Chris. So Chris is is the squirrel. Well, there's two, again two ways to sort of think about this, right? Like this mm-hmm. is instinctual on the part of the filmmakers, the set decorator, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, which is the, you know they might be. Um, 
they might be putting things together and they don't know why either, why this happens, but it matches up perfectly. And it's because mm-hmm. they've read the, the script and they know what's going on somewhere deep mm-hmm. down. Right. Or yeah. yeah, they're trying to imply all of these things um, to you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know, but it, it certainly matches. I mean, it's, yes. that's pretty hard to refute there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then folks, Take a look, because in the back, in the background again, right below this framed uh, sort of house blessing, I guess, right? With the angels. With the angels, right? Right below that, there is another lion. Oh, you're right. Yeah, do you <laughs> see it? It's, oh, no, it's, it's, now I'm scared. He's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the scariest thing I've ever seen in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, he's hidden behind that plant, right? Mm-hmm. He's hiding behind that plant, and he's watching all of this, oh, watching God. us. Watching us, watching um, them, oh, God. Watching, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reaching out. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Sweet um, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, but that, no, that that is a freaky, or, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now that I'm looking at it, could that be a fox? Ba ba ba. It is some kind of yeah. It might be. It might it be is a, a fox. predatory animal. It's a predatory sure. animal. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. So we got this prey animal right over by by Chris. Mm-hmm. We got a lion by Kinderman. Right. And we got we got this this weird. It's hide. It's so like like obviously. Not obvious, right? Like it's just it's just peeking at us, right? Stalking behind this, behind this. the viewer of this wall. Like if you were in mm-hmm, the breakfast mm-hmm. nook, this thing is stalking you. Yeah, right. And it's like ironically right under the like like bless this house type thing, right? <laughs> so that's what that is. There's angels and stuff. Have you seen one of these things before? I mean, what else could it be? Like I've but I've seen that. Like you know, you go over to other people's homes mm-hmm. and you see like, and I think even you know our uh, you know uh, home has mm-hmm. has one of those, right? Like it's just kind of like a bless this this home type thing, mm-hmm. right? And Okay, so now my next question, right? Okay, guys, yeah, the fox or the lion, the hidden thing, that's that's a Captain Howdy. That's what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but to this house blessing, like why is Chris not upset about this house blessing with the angels? And she freaked out about the, the crucifix, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, who's blessing this house? Like, <laughs> why is that okay? Yeah, we've talked about how, you know, like Christian imagery is just so built into our lives. Even even people who don't have faith or people who um, aren't Christians, they have other faiths, right? It's so built mm-hmm. into it um, yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's just like, oh, angels, you know, are angels mm-hmm. really that religious? These, these looks very religious. This looks like almost like illustrated manuscript type illustrations right, out, yeah. of a, out of something like that. Like one of those like illuminated um, Oh, oh like, that's like what I meant. Pages or something. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, illuminated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like it's just like angels. That's not that's mm-hmm. not religious. Like right. Cupid is is a is, an, is a little angel. He's a, he's a little cherub. <laughs> he's yeah. a little yeah. cherub. But yeah. we don't we don't think of him like that, right? Yeah. Right. He's he's been kind of like uh, appropriated into the the uh, larger right. collective yeah, of, like, of characters. Cupid is a is a what is a um, I, I'm sorry if I get this wrong. If he's Greek or Roman, but he's one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. He would he would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, put, but then we we ter- we inter- interpret him in the West now as an angel, a cherub, right? But yes, but not mm-hmm, in a religious mm-hmm. sense. Right, right, right. And if you wanted to, I mean, if we did, like, he would be a very, very scary thing. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah? have, you seen, have you seen what cherubs look like? No, uh, that's what I think of when, when you say cherub, I think of Cupid. Right. Well, I think, yeah, we just like, oh, the little, you know, and we, we talk about like, it's like, oh, just like little cherub faces and everything There's like cute that, little right? butts. Yeah, like baby yeah, butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I didn't know that they're supposed to be scary. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're, I think they are the the second uh, highest uh, in the in the nine ranks of angels. Oh. And 
and they are they are freaky looking. They have they have several heads. Um, uh, one one is of a person, um, and then I think another one is a lion, and another one is um, uh, oh shoot, well. Well, let's see. I'm gonna bunch of stuff that shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. What do cherubim? Again, it, the, the full thing is uh, cherubim. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, cherubim are described in the Bible as having four faces: uh, face of an ox, oh. of a lion, of an eagle, and a man. Um, Christopher shows through historical evidence how these faces depict aspects of a king's power, majesty, and intelligence. Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Well, there we go. Right. Um, so, so when they say "be not afraid," um, they have good reason to say that. <laughs> right? Imagine something showing up in your in your house. It's like "be not afraid." <laughs> well, if you're gonna right. say that, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be afraid. Right? How would you, Keenan, if you had four faces <laughs> and 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 several pairs of wings, and, and you were radiating light mm-hmm. so bright that it would it would melt uh, the eyeballs off of people? Right. right? But you were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you just you just meant you know you you were going to bring some good news, right? Right. Like about a savior or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you how would you go about it? Uh, I'd probably text first. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think. Hey, I'm coming over tomorrow. <laughs> right. I got some really good news. <laughs> I look a little weird. Right. Just letting you know. Right. Be not afraid. Just, but with just just a B, no B E. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B yeah. space N T. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> A F R the number eight, right? right. <laughs> Angel phones don't have spell check. It's, <laughs> this coverage up there is, is just abysmal. Yeah, you would yeah. think, but no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> they don't have room for those fake trees that are actually cell phone towers. Up there. Right. <laughs> God thinks they're really tacky. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they all use speech to text because you know, because because they're. Old are you well, if, to they, say? if they touch the if, oh. well, if they touch the, the, the phones, the phones would melt. So <laughs> I thought you were give, doing an ageist joke, and then I accidentally did it instead. Oh, what's, <laughs> that, well, yeah, that, angels are old, pretty old, right? right? So yeah. they do t- <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so. and it sucks, but th- that's why they don't answer because when you're when they're not using it, they don't call them or they, they don't leave them on. <laughs> don't leave them in their pockets, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you, they've had their phones off since the age of miracles ended. <laughs> That's not, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't paying attention. Right. <laughs> I took a little and, nap for a couple of millennia. <laughs> they turn it on. It's like 142,000 unanswered prayers. Hmm. World War One. Well, that doesn't sound what? good when you put it like that. Sheesh. <laughs> it implies there's going to be more. <laughs> and then they scroll oh. all their notifications like, oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm just not going to uh, report this. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Chris has this. Gabriel, uh, there's a lot of crazy shit <laughs> going on down there. Have you have you been have you been updated? You haven't liked any of my posts. Yet. <laughs> right. It's like, I'll deal with it in the morning. Be not afraid. Yep. Be not afraid. Yep, 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 be not afraid. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. All right. I'm going to. But yeah, I was saying speech to text. <laughs> try to get it back to Chris here. Because when they try to speak with the goat face, it's just like. Ah! <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I'm okay. going to try to bring it back to Chris here. <laughs> 
Right. right. I, I, I've wondered several times how much Chris is involved in the design of, her, of this own house that they're renting and whether this is their stuff or, or combination or not. And mm. so um, potentially this is yeah. left over. But still, yeah, yeah, you know, why not go, you know, um, at some point go through and go like no more. None of this religious nonsense, even if it's you know secular religious nonsense. Get it out of here. Right. That's, right, that, right. Not in the McNeil house, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like the way this this fox or this lion is looking at me from behind this, this shrubbery. Right, exactly. Get that out of here, too. Get that out of here. Mm. <laughs> Throw it down yeah, those stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, you cannot just keep throwing things down the stairs that you don't like. Hard cut to Carl tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> But he wouldn't make a sound. No. He wouldn't make a sound, right? He'd just be lying at the bottom of the stairs. It's like, well, I should have seen that one coming. (laughs) Madam was right to throw me down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, and and the same thing with, like, uh, we we talked about, like, that – there's there's still that man cave in there, right? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so no, I think I think you're onto something, Keenan, about how uh, a lot of this stuff was just already there, mm-hmm. right? So so maybe we don't see a lot of Chris's um, decorative touch, right? But yeah. So so Kinderman asks, incidentally, I, a lot of people like using that word in this story. Like incidentally is just like all over this this uh, mm-hmm. this story, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he says, incidentally, uh, you might ask your daughter if she remembers seeing Mr. Dennings in her room that night. And again, he says it like, like, oh, oh, I did, you know, just one more thing, just one more thing, right? Like, like I almost forgot to mention this, right? But I might as well. Yeah, and it's sort of like as if, um, as implying that like Reagan hasn't already, they haven't talked to Reagan about this already. Like, does she know that Burke is dead? Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, 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 yeah. mention this to your like, hey, like, hey, like, uh, yeah. Have you talked to your daughter about the night where, <laughs> where this guy fell out through her window while she was asleep? So, are they keeping that from her? Burke's dead. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, uh, Captain Howdy, Captain Howdy, Burke's dead. What? <laughs> I de- what? Uh, they're all shocked. They're all just like, wait, uh, how? <laughs> Captain Howdy's actually like the the most hurt. Like he was, right. he was, he was, he was being mean to Burke. But like it's it's in that way, like you see in those, you know, in those uh, Saturday morning cartoons where it's like the bully is like, you can't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just trying to be mm-hmm. friends with Burke. The way that Burke yeah, is trying yeah. to be friends with Carl by picking on him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. The real yeah. villain of the Exorcist is talking masculinity yes exactly <laughs> but okay i think reagan knows that burke is dead mm-hmm. right i i'm 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 sure that chris and reagan have had chris reagan carl and willie they've all had like a a time of of mourning of mm-hmm. like just like huddling you know close together and 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 well actually <laughs> what the hell am i saying because uh-huh. as soon as chris realizes right you know and she and she you know she pounds her fist against the wall and mm-hmm. and, and then um uh uh, uh chuck just leaves mm-hmm. right um then then reagan does the spider walk downstairs right. so so at, that is a good question has has chris gone up there like in in one of like reagan's like calm spells mm-hmm. and said honey i have I, I have something to tell you um uncle burke is gone mm-hmm. like i I don't have an answer to that. Right. We don't really have an indication. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah. It's like he's just now saying, it's like, hey, mention this to your daughter. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. 
Well, I guess he's the only one who's put it together that this is the house with the with the window. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone else says no, it's impossible. That's not true. <laughs> but yeah, so so he asks this, and he he makes this face like 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 it just occurred to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over on the other side, we got Chris, and now that she has that turtle, Ellen Burstyn is doing something really neat here. She's sort of like pressing it, squeezing it, tapping it, touching it, almost as if the the clay were still wet, mm-hmm. uh, like you were saying, uh, Keenan. And, and she was like holding it uh, or molding it in, mm-hmm. into something else, right? Right. But just this little action with her hands to like uh, uh, betray her nervousness, right? I really like that. Um, and it's also eh, it's also sort of squirrely. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Squirrely, yeah. Motherly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and And – we can even see it in her answer. She sort of uh, stutters here. She says, look, he he wouldn't have any reason in the world to go up to her room, right? Mm-hmm. And she really is saying it now in this fearful, like, please stop this line of questioning way, right? Remember, like before in the previous minute or in a previous minute, um, uh, it, like it was in this same scene, she was a little bit more in control. She was like warning him. She was forbidding him from going down this line of questioning. And now she's in a more uh, uh, defensive position here. Right. Pleading with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Kinderman tries to assuage her fears here, right? He says in this very like grandfatherly mm-hmm. uh, tone, he's like, oh, I know, I realize, but, and and even like the thing he says here is very grandfather-ish, right? He's like, if certain British doctors never asked, what is this fungus? We wouldn't, we wouldn't today have penicillin, mm-hmm. correct? And, and he points at her like a grandfather, right? Like just this whole manner here, like trying to reassure her, trying to comfort her, or maybe lure her into a sense of comfort here, mm-hmm. right? He's just being very like, like grandfatherly. Right. But then, but then also at the same time, right? Like that act of like, if we just took a screenshot of that, of him, like on the, on that side where the lion is and he's pointing at her mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we got like squirrely Chris over there. Yeah. It, it like, it can, without, without the context, it can look like something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Like a police interrogation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like, a, like an inter- interrogation. Right. Yeah, right. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so and and meanwhile, Chris is still kneading that turtle, right? Kneading, like kneading, like K N E A, right? I mean, she needs that turtle, but she's kneading it, right? She's she's pressing on it and she's touching it as if that's gonna do something, and maybe it is, right? Maybe it's calming her down. Maybe she's she's getting strength or or comfort from it, right? Mm-hmm. Something something that her daughter made with her hands, and she's holding it, she's clutching it. This this very much is her daughter, almost, right? right. Like she's she's protecting it from him. Um, and, and I think it's like she's she's um trying to protect it from this lion that's come into her house, right? <laughs> but also to keep touching it to make sure that like it's still there, right? Or 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 to, like I was joking, like to mold it into something else, something that this lion won't be interested in, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, oh, it's it's very heartbreaking, uh, actually. Like like the way that she keeps holding it and looking down at it, right? I never noticed it until this viewing, but like everything she's doing with that turtle, like it really breaks your heart. Right. right? Yeah. And she she looks down at it again now, like she's remembering when Reagan made it for her, uh, wondering how they can get back to that time. And she says, when she's better, I'll ask her, right? Um, smile and then back down at the turtle. Almost almost like she's saying, she's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kinderman says, couldn't hurt, right? And... <laughs> And sadly, folks, that is that is where our minute has to end. Um, that is all of my notes. Uh, Keenan, uh, is there is there anything else we missed? No, we're going to pick up right in the same shot with Kinderman mm-hmm. next time. Yes. 
All right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz, and you can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd as Howdy Keenan. Yep. We got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Um, thank you so much to everyone who shared the show by word of mouth or on social media. And a big thank you to everyone who's given us a five-star rating on, on uh, rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate it. That's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. All right. Keenan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time. The power of sweet Caroline compels you. Ba ba ba. <laughs> <laughs>